0: When he says, don't pray like the heathen do, all right? Your father knows what you have need of before you ask him. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's what he's talking about. In other words, when you are in that situation, you go up to God and ask him. Now, those things around you are are only trying to tell you that, you know, God wants you to be in alignment with him on something. That God knows what you have need of. But all these things you see around, uh, you know, the Bible says, acquaint thyself with him and be at peace, so shall good come unto thee. So it says, first of all, acquaint yourself with God. Go up to God in prayer. God is not, all right, the type of person or God's relationship with us is not a transactional thing. It's not that, well, this is what happens when I have my own personal things I want on this earth, I will go up to God in prayer based on it. And then I will promise him that I will praise him, alright, if he does that. In, in, in other words, I'm using you, God, to advance my own self upon this earth. Let me read to you. It was very powerful, but i just read a section to you. A, a gentleman, alright, sent me this. I'm just reading it to you here. He now said this after um, Wabek. He said, I want to, first of all, apologize. You taught me well at this Bank 2021, and I apologize for my errors. He said, instead of going to the tabernacle of God to see what God has for me, I have been reaching out based on my own vision, trying to use you for marketing gimmicks. So the individual said, all the way I was relating with you and asking you to do certain things, I don't, I I can't even remember who he is, what, he said, was simple marketing gimmicks. I was trying to, in other words, the relationship I was building with you was actually strategic, as far as was concerned, as a marketing strategy for him. So what he wanted, I'm deeply sorry, I apologize, I asked you then to help me forward my book, all right, and I overreached, in other words, I think he wanted me to, I can't remember that, but he wanted me to forward the book and all of that. But you look at somebody and you say, okay, so what can I gain from this person? Now you come with all the, um, how are you, great man of God, but everything is, is, is motivated by your desire to use this person to accomplish something. He said, now I have understood. And that's what Paul was saying. We have renounced. He says, seeing that we have this ministry, we faint not, but we have renounced hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. What ministry was he talking about? If you look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18, all right? And this will solve a lot of people's problems once they understand this. For we are with an open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Next, uh, that. Therefore, seeing that we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves in the sight all right to every man's conscience in the sight of God in other words he said i have discovered Paul that with an open face i go into the presence of God i behold the face of God i will be changed into the very image of that which i am beholding even by the spirit of God if that is how all transformation growth and increase comes into my life, he said, then, I've, then I don't need to use any unhanded method. I don't need it to start behaving like, and that's what's going on, start behaving like a, you know, some smart person and all of that. And the truth about the matter is, is there's a real truth. The people that will attack you the most are not people you offend, but people who wanted to use you for something that they didn't get you to do. Now, I've seen this. In other words, people feel that all right. If I do one, two, three, four, five, and you've got to understand it. If I do one, two, three, four, five, six, some can even do that and say, ah, if I'm very committed, I'm running around and doing all of that. Let me give an example now. Then they say they want to appoint leaders, and you are not called. And then you get disappointed. Now, legitimately, you can go and meet people and say, look at all the running around I did. And people say, "Yeah, but running around doesn't mean you are called to something." All right, and you shouldn't be disappointed, except you are using running around to try to elevate yourself. Are you following saying here? Yeah. You should be running around because God showed you that that's what He wants to do eh, through you, and what happens in your own life. And this is exactly what happens if you are doing it from your heart as unto the Lord, even if men don't recognize you, God will open up a door for you somewhere because he asked you to do those things he told you to do. The way the system of God works is that no man takes honor to himself. So how does it work for you? He says, even Jesus, he did not glorify himself to be made a high priest. God spoke to him and said, this day have I begotten thee. So, Second Peter here, chapter 1 and verse 16. Now, this is what he says. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory. How? When there came such a voice From excellent glory, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. In other words, Jesus, remember we are saying, no man takes this honor to himself. Jesus received honor when God said to him, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. So it was God's word that transferred honor to Jesus. This voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him on the holy mount. We also now have a more sure word of prophecy. So it says you want to receive honor and glory from the Father. You want to be honored by the Father in your own life. You want to see God's honor. You want to see God's glory in your own life. Then he says, there's a more sure word of prophecy. You do well that you take heed as a light that shines in a dark place. So you're in a dark place, you go to God. And he says, his word will shine forth as light until the day dawns and the day star rises in your heart. Knowing this force, that no prophecy of scripture. So when he says you have a more sure word of prophecy, he's talking about all right, prophecies that are contained in scripture. So when you are in a situation or about your own life and you go to God in prayer and you open up your heart unto him, the Lord I am asking you for your light in this particular situation. Now this is going to lead you to a place of high honor shortly. But you made a decision. The decision that you made That few people make is that the decision most people make is that they decide on what they want they insist and keep praying it and saying God you know you might just have to do this for me God you just have to do this for me God you just have to do it now God says listen you come up to me and ask me to cause my light to shine into that situation now there's darkness there ask for my light and then a more sure word of prophecy, you will get it. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is a private interpretation. In other words, you can't take the word of God and make it say what you want it to say. It says, verse 21 here, it says, For prophecy came not of old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit now comes and begins to move. As you offer up that prayer, and then he shows you relevant scriptures that fit your situation, that tell you what God intends to do in that particular situation. That is the starting point. Now, once you see that, the face, God has opened his face unto you. In other words, with an open face, which means you now have, when Paul said, with an open face we behold, he was saying, with God having disclosed his intent towards haven't revealed what he wanted to do, haven't shown us what he intends to do. Now we have it. Now God has revealed Himself. Now with that open face, now we can now behold. That beholding is you are now into a place of worship. Now, as an individual, you take that into a place of worship, and you start worshiping God, and you start praising Him. And God says, "Now you don't even have to mention it to anybody." You don't have to try to get anybody, you know, to, to try to act towards you or put anybody under pressure, you know, or begin to hang around somebody, all right, to say that you, you don't have to, okay, all right? You take it to him in worship, and as you begin to worship God and worship God and worship God, then from the presence of God, things now begin to happen. The Aaron's Lord or your Lord now starts to board, which means people will just begin on the outside to start seeing significant changes that are going on in your life, all right? They will just begin to see uh, a level of fruitfulness start coming out of your life. Uh, and when they look at it, just like Aaron's rod that boarded, they won't be able to trace it to anything, all right, on this earth, any support structure. Uh, they just, the diversity of the blessing. Uh, the 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 level of the blessing there, but it comes as a result. I mean, that's what God told Mary. Mary said, "How is this thing going to be seen? I know no man." Uh, they said, "Well, there will be a performance of that which was spoken unto you by the Lord. If the Lord didn't tell you, then there is no commitment that God will perform. But once He has told you, all right, and what He tells you is not transferable to another human being. Now, take that. It says." Come into my presence, Mary, and begin to worship me with that word, all right? Take what I've revealed to you, enter into my presence, and begin, all right, to go into personal worship, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, making melody in your heart as unto the Lord. And as you start doing that, then uh, things now begin to blossom and to bud, and things, all right, will begin, right, to happen within your life. So even if uh, um, 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 God even reveals to you that, that somebody is supposed to act towards you in a certain let's even say God revealed that to you, all right? You just go into the presence of God and, and test it to see, all right, and to see that. That's why Paul said, look, we've renounced we renounce hidden things. We won't use any underhanded method. We will take the revelation of God. We will go into the presence of God in worship. We will sing praises unto him. We will give him thanks for it. And then things will now begin to evolve there in that particular situation. What you do there is that what God reveals to you, take it into the presence of God and worship God. And then what God has planned for you now begins to evolve. And what happens therefore is nobody is put under pressure because of you, right? But your fruitfulness is a blessing to people. Let me close with this. What Paul was saying here? Psalm 40 from verse 1 to 3. Remember Jesus said, flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you, but my Father who is in heaven. And he said, upon this rock of my Father's revelation to a man, will I build my church. Now that's how the church is being built. How is a church or God's people built? God said, uh, Jesus said, flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you, but my Father who is in heaven. Upon this rock of this revelation will I build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So Psalm 40 here, and verse 1, said, I waited patiently for the Lord. And that's what people should spend time doing, waiting on God there, patiently. Right? Just take out time and say, I'm going to wait on you, God. I'll, I'll, be, I'll wait on you, and I'll be patient, and I'll wait on you. And he says, he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me out of a horrible pit out of the merry clay and then set my foot upon a rock. What, what that meant was that he revealed something to me and all the disturbance and anxiety ceased because he placed my feet on a rock and established my, going, my goings. Then he put a new song in my mouth. So after revelation, then I now began to sing, is what Paul was, um, David was saying, And this is the whole revelation of his tabernacle here. That an individual, right, is confronted with a situation. He runs to God or she runs to God and waits patiently for God to reveal his heart on that subject matter. Once the revelation comes, it's over. That is what God will do. The Bible says that, Every good and perfect gift comes from above from the Father of lights. The term Father of lights comes from above, comes from the Father who gives it in the form of light. In whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. In other words, once he has revealed something to you, he says he's not going to change it. Right? You will never see him turn from what he has revealed. So God will. Your good and perfect gifts will not come as physical manifestations. They will come as light, right? Where there will be no variables, neither shadow of turning. So, same thing David said. Once he got that light, revelation from the Father, he has put a new song in my mouth. And then he says, Many shall see the effect of this, and will be in awe of God, and shall put their trust in God. Blessed is that man, that maketh the Lord his trust, and respected not the proud. You know what proud means? Which means people that are promising you that they will do things they are not capable of doing. All right? Nor turn aside to lies. That is, when uh, Jonah said, they that behold lying vanities. So leave all of that, go to God in prayer, and wait upon God there, until he reveals all right, his word. I'm not saying that to some prophet comes to meet you and tells you that you say I saw something over your life. That's nonsense. That's not what we're talking about. All right. If you're going to go like that that way, anybody who gets I mean, I mean Ken Hagin said all the people that prophesied over him 99.9 were wrong. Are you for saying? And I, that's why US election, we told them you cannot all this your prophetic something, that's not how people get into political power. This is wrong. A company of prophets, though you do not ordain a president under a secular system. When you go, Paul came, that is how it was done, theocracy in Israel. That is not how you transfer, right? The church was overreaching. You don't, that's not Paul himself that came from that system. When he got into the Gentile world and saw their government structure, he said there is nobody that gets into power except of God. He was talking to, secu- he was talking to the Gentiles. And he said everybody, and he, none of them, they didn't prophesy for anybody to come become kings in those places and all of those things. That is not, all right, the way you operate within a secular system. That's not the way leaders are chosen, all right? And it is very good that that thing collapsed because if it did not collapse there, right, Common prophets will have started saying things all over the world and dominating everybody everywhere. They, they people, look, listen to me. You, you can't be a prophet outside somewhere and tell a local pastor what should happen inside his church. Nonsense. It's just like saying the head of a family, if somebody from outside comes to the family to prophesy, to, to incapacitate the, the father in the house and say, what rubbish, which, except that father doesn't know he's a father. He should carry the prophet, open his door, and throw him out of his house. Because he has the head. Do you get what I'm saying here? He has he's the head of that house. All right. I mean, so when people became true, and that's why the whole thing collapsed. You know was going to collapse? God didn't send people to do that, right? I'm just saying this because Nigeria too, if he didn't collapse, the people are now 2023. All right. So let me just close here. Um, Okay, Psalm 119 and verse 17. All right, start from verse sixty. Go to the message transition, and then let's start reading from verse 65 to 72. All right, be good to your servant, God. Be as good as your word. Next verse. Train me in common good sense. I'm thoroughly committed to living your way. Before I learned to answer you, I wandered all over the place. But now I am... In what? In step. Now, look at what he says. Before I learned to answer you, I wandered all over the place. But now I am in step with your word. Next verse. You are good and the source of good. Train me in your goodness. And then, godless spread the godless spread lies, but I focus my attention on what you are saying. Verse 70, they bland as bucket of lard. Uh-huh. They They are bland as a bucket of lard while I dance to the word tune of your revelation. In other words, what he said was, I am dancing to the tune of your revelation. So if they are playing music, you are not dancing to the tune of the music. Do you get what I'm saying here? But you in your own heart, you are dancing to the tune of the revelation you have received from God. That as God gives you revelation, you are dancing to that tune, all right, of that revelation. That is what produces the results in your life. So the order is, I go to God and I surrender my will to him. That not my will, but let thy will be done in this situation. Lord, cause your light to shine forth in my heart. Grant me revelation. God grants you revelation and shows you this, what I'm going to do here. He gave Abraham revelation. That's why every person that operated in faith had their own assignment. Noah had his own assignment. You couldn't do Noah's assignment when the time of Noah, it was over. Enoch had his assignment. Uh, um, Abel had his own assignment. Each person, right, had their assignment. Abraham had it. Moses had his. Every single person, when God opened their ears, he gave them an assignment. So you go to meet him, and he opens up your ears and eyes and shows you that this is what I want to do through you. And then he simply tells you, enter into my court with that. And you just begin to worship me over that particular thing. After some time, it starts to board. People will begin to come around you, right? The effect of that time you've spent praising and worshiping me will begin to draw things, people towards you. Those people will move into your lives. They will create the opportunity for the fulfillment of those things I have placed in your heart. And you will smile, all right, at yourself that you mean to say, this is how this works. All right? And you will smile inside your heart and say to yourself, you mean, all right, this is how this works. And then after that, you've experienced God. You know, look, we've renounced hidden things of dishonesty. Somebody comes to meet you and says, you know, um, well, I'm too busy. I won't be able to see you. You say, thank you, sir. You're too busy, but the presence of God is open. Nobody can 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 roughshod you or make you feel. You simply know that when people treat you anyhow, you thought, well, this is what God. I mean, just 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 deliver yourself from you, that. You could have been wrong. If you think that, well, these are people God is going to use, they treat you anyhow, just say thank you. This has shown me that this is not where God sent me. Go back into his presence and continue to worship. Don't try to force. That's trying to take honor to yourself, trying to force your will on other people's lives. And so if, if you are right with God and you approach God the right way, things will begin to show on the outside. This Christian faith, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a real thing. It's not something that, you know, we are doing at Luther, we are doing. That's why, that's why in Isaiah it says, in returning and in rest shall you be saved. That's come back to God and then learn to rest in God. You enter into his presence and rest on that truth and you're worshipping him. Rest. He says that is how salvation is going to come out. That is how the earth is going to begin to yield increase to you. That is how doors are going to be opened up to you. All right? But we keep shortchanging God's power by us all right not and and reason is that then we must be questioning God's personality because if you say wait to hear what God wants to about the situation I know God may say what I don't like but I need his power to do what I want so you you don't want to hear what he's saying but you want his power to do what you want done in life it doesn't work that way all right you go to him you open up your heart you tell to that his will for your life will be good. His will for your life will be acceptable. His will for your life will be perfect. Enter into his presence with that and then everything begins to blossom. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. I pray for every single person under the sound of my voice you cause this word to take deep root and to expand and bring forth fruits in their lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you.